0: everyone hello welcome back to love your van life podcast this is madison and i have with me my best friend and partner who lives in the van with me as well mr tyler zappa
1: what's up guys we have
0: our dog willow she's in the van under the van she's gonna be running around today we're trying two new things we are trying to record this episode for those of you who have youtube and don't have all the other hosts like spotify or itunes which we've run into so we're trying to get Our content, what we have to say, what we want to say, out to as many people in the world as possible. And we've always been a fan of video content, so we're going to see how this goes. Also, we're not sponsored by anyone or anything, but this is also the first time we're using chemical Lavalier microphones with a 14-foot cord, and it's plugged directly into the DSLR camera that I'm using, and we're going to see. So hopefully we'll come up with something beautiful for you guys. Yep. All right. so So what's
1: today's episode?
0: It is very interesting. We are here to talk about how a man lives in a van full time. And what were the changes? How did he get used to it? So thankfully, I live with a man in a van. So Mr. (laughs) Tyler Zappa, welcome back. So glad that you're by my side.
1: Oh, thank you.
0: You're welcome. What is it like to live in a van? First of all, we'll start with materialistic things like clothes, shoes, whatever.
1: Okay. Yeah, it's funny you say that. Um, Sacrifice. First of all, anyone who lives in a van has to be able to sacrifice. For me as a guy, it started with shoes because I realized that we only had so much space and Madison's like, this is what we have to work with. What are we going to do? I think I tried to climb into the van with what? Eight, nine pairs of shoes.
0: Yes. I'm like, no, I'm the one with a lot yeah. of shoes. She's I like, we this.
1: both can't be girls. Like you have to be a man. You can only have two pair of shoes. And I'm like.
0: So we compromised with this.
1: Well, those are all Madison's. Yeah,
0: those are kind of actually. my shoes.
1: We were actually cleaning, so all my shoes aren't in here right now, but so for me as a guy, I have my day-to-day comfy shoes, I have my gym shoes, I have my Chaco footwear for the beach, for kayaking, for things like that, Mm -hmm. and then I have my hiking boots, so I slimmed down to four things from literally, I think, nine pairs. How'd that make you feel?
0: I was very glad to see that (laughs) change.
1: You were freaking out.
0: (laughs) We try to keep at least a pair or two in this little cubby area, and then everything else has to go in the back because... This is our only living area
1: right right so what about i did sneak in water shoes you don't know about i found no i found
0: them they're here (laughs) even though he has chacos, whatever that's his thing you have to compromise for the people you love so what about clothing i mean we only have so much space in here right
1: that was another general thing because a lot of guys get dirty or do dirty work so i have a couple pair of clothes that are used for getting filthy getting dirty but mostly i have four or five pair of shorts three or four pair of pants. And I have about a dozen t-shirts, a mm-hmm. couple dress shirts, mostly underwear and socks. I think I, I think I literally yeah. have a dozen pairs of underwear and socks. And some people might say, why do you have so many? Well, you don't know when the next time you're going to wash clothes are or, or a laundromat shower, or, sh- or even. even shower. So, you know, those are two things you want to change daily, if not every other day, at least. So for me, that was my clothing sacrifice.
0: And we also love to go out to eat or maybe just yeah. dress up for fun and have a dance party outside. Or we were going so, to church
1: in another town church. or something like that. So we do
0: have a few nice articles of clothing. Yep. And I had to sacrifice when we <laughs> gave up the car, gave up left the storage unit, everything else behind to get on the road for life. I had to give him one of my drawers. That was super hard for me.
1: Um yeah, she, oh, get this, she got the van, buys the van. And of course, she's excited. She's like, hey, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna move my stuff into the van so we can start living in it tomorrow." I'm like, "Okay, well, you go first. You found the van, your van, all that." I come out to the van. She's showing me it. She pulls open these drawers, and I'm like, "Sweetie, where are my clothes going?" She starts laughing. She goes, "You still got that suitcase of mine?" <laughs> so I actually I did. I so actually hard. did live in the van the first month yeah. or two. I lived out of a suitcase
0: or the trunk of or the, the trunk other of car.
1: the car while we were still both running around working like yeah. that. And then once we realized we were going to be on the road, or we were taking trips to Florence, Alabama, Madison's like this whole suitcase thing ain't working. I
0: know because then that took up space, and he had to a get lot. out, get in, um, or yeah. asking me to get out and then get his clothes. Baby, so, I'm
1: naked. <laughs>
0: so we do each have a drawer, and then we each have a container in the back for things that we don't need at the moment, like winter right, right. clothes. Because you never know what the climate's going to be like on the road.
1: And when we say a drawer, we don't mean a little it's kitchen a drawer. drawer. It's, it's literally four feet long, four and a half feet long. It's, it pulls out really far, really deep. It's a huge drawer. And then like she said, we have an extra container each in the back full of uh, jackets and things we're not currently wearing. How many
0: wearing. hats do you have?
1: <sighs> not enough. I have four or five hats. A lot of people see me wear the same Adidas hat all the time. Mm-hmm. It's because it's my hat I, I don't care to sweat in, work in, get dirty, drop, get wet. Um, I have a few other hats that are nicer.
0: Thankfully, and, they're on a hook, so they don't take up that much room. They
1: all stack together. But How many dresses do you have?
0: Too many. <laughs> and I don't even get to use them or don't even need them at the moment.
1: They <laughs> just stay rolled up in a drawer.
0: So, the second topic that we should probably cover of a man living in a van is the sleeping arrangements or the height. I was going to say, I
1: think more than the sleeping, it's just the size of the man. Like it depends who you're asking.
0: Or person, man or woman.
1: Yeah, I could say it that way. Because
0: a friend of mine that was already Mm -hmm. living in a Volkswagen, when I reached out and said, I want to live in a van, Mm -hmm. what do you recommend? They said it was hard to call something home that you can't stand up in. So then Tyler, we immediately thought of him because I'm 5'7", you're what?
1: six, two and a half, six, three.
0: Okay. So we're like, okay, we need a tall.
1: I'm six, three with shoes on, especially with boots.
0: So So what's that like?
1: Well, it's fun. (laughs) It's normal to me until I try to climb in a lot of people's vans. Like when we went to a, a couple van rife rallies and stuff and different RVs, a lot of people are just going out there and this is fine. This is totally cool. A lot of people are going out there and they're just buying these short top vans. And I'm like, how do you guys walk around like this? I have this epic partner. Who, when she went looking for our perfect home on the road, her biggest thing, this was—this blew my mind because this was so unselfish to me, not knowing if I was even going to be in the van or if our relationship was going to be strong enough to, to last, she made sure to find a van that I could comfortably stand in all the time. And I can. I, it doesn't matter what boots I'm wearing and stuff. This van will allow about six foot four to stand in comfortably so thank you very much for that i can't imagine I like the, the back too. and neck problems i would have if it yeah. wasn't for you we know people
0: this. that do it they they just say you been over a lot cory from shout out to Corey.
1: cory for real yeah
0: so they all but more power to them yeah they probably get out more outside more than we do
1: it's literally in van life the number one thing you will hear people talk about is the sacrifices they make and there are other there are better words but lack of a better word for me right now is sacrifice like what are you willing to give up or give in to to live this life and and that is something that you each person has to figure out
0: and yeah. what else alongside that maybe the your how routines you sleep.
1: yeah yeah day-to-day sleeping arrangements we have your way do you fit what?
0: on this extra large twin size bed how come wait <laughs> so tell, tell us about that
1: well growing up from the time i was in sixth seventh grade I started to hit six foot, six foot one. So I, I've been tall for a very long time. I My feet would naturally hang off most of my beds. And I always told my parents and people, it didn't bother me. It felt fine for me. I wasn't scared of the boogeyman or whatever. So now my feet hang off this bed. Clearly our heads mm-hmm. lay at the back of the van. Our feet come this way. Madison fits perfectly yep, at five, perfect. seven.
0: I can't, I need to be at the end, yeah. end to end, but yeah, I fit good.
1: Me, my feet, my, I hang off from about, Three, four inches above my ankles. Wait,
0: you're a weirdo, and you like that.
1: I like it so much it's that when we go to a hotel or something, I will actually slide down the bed to make my feet hang off the bottom, and she just yep. laughs. But it's it's my comfort thing. So,
0: well, what about you? Mentioned sacrifices. Maybe we you could cover your bathroom and or <laughs> fridge. It's weird to put those in the same sentence but when you see when you can touch both of them at the same time it (laughs) kind of makes sense
1: fridge yeah okay so starting with bathroom we are asked that is that is one of the most asked questions other than financial what do we do for work all right the next most asked question for anyone in van life is where how do you go to the bathroom well as a guy we're born a little different don't tell anybody
0: how (laughs) what's the difference
1: uh catch me having to pee you'll find out (laughs) So a lot of times I am able. If if we're in an area where there's privacy, I can get out and just find a tree or a bush or something, and it works. Yeah. Where you have to do the whole, you know, sit down. I mean, I can go
0: in nature, but it's not as discreet or as as quick and easy normally
1: for you. And And
0: women go through a lot more
1: and the toilet paper aspect of it or, or wiping hygiene. Yeah. I don't have to do that. So that part's cool. Um, Most of the time when I need to use the number one, uh, urinate, um, it's typically bathrooms or friends or families or restaurants stuff like that
0: as in your body gets in sync yeah with I'm, your
1: routine my schedule i think ahead if i'm gonna have to go um we don't actually keep a jug or a bottle or anything in here that's specifically for me to pee in we we don't have that at all we've no, talked about we've it used i've bottles. done it's it in
0: emergencies. Yeah. i've done it if it's Are pouring rain
1: and it's late at night yeah instead of going in her toilet because it only holds so much and we have to empty it and clean it which is a whole nother story to save us from doing that, I will take an empty uh, to- water bottle or two liter or something. <laughs> two liter. Um, it only runs into an issue when I have to go number two. dun. Poop. Dun, dun. Poop. <laughs> Poop. Um, if I have to do that, I've only had this problem twice where I had to use her toilet. There's Willow. And uh, that was like okay. in the middle of the night emergency. Or one time I think I was sick and my stomach was hurting really bad. And Madison was like, use my toilet. I'm like, I don't want to do that. We are also blessed enough that when we first started talking, we became comfortable without getting into detail. We became quite comfortable with going to the restroom around each other. I think I was sick or you were sick when we moved in together and it was obvious Talk what about was happening.
0: Looking back on a terrible situation yeah. and laughing about it. Was it was
1: literally our first day or two in an apartment and one of us were sick and just kept going to the bathroom and we were like, number I'm
0: three, it wasn't even number two. Yeah, it was. It
1: was like both ends it was so bad oh gosh so we we conquered that what did you call that the other day you called that a wall you said some people have this wall Uh, where they want that privacy
0: i mean we all before dating each other we had other partners where we weren't as comfortable talking about bodily functions or as a woman some people believe that women aren't supposed to go number two poot Whatever. They don't want to hear about Ouch, it. Ouch.
1: Any of that. So yeah.
0: I get that. I respect everyone's own personal opinion, but yeah, if you don't get more comfortable with yourself or at least in a place where you can talk about it in a healthy manner, you're putting that wall in front of you right. and yourself in front of others. So just embrace it, embrace it because everyone has to do it's it. It's like,
1: what kind of best friend would I be to you? If you felt comfortable doing those things in front of me, but I told you, no, yeah,
0: don't burp in front of me. Or if
1: you have to poot or your belly hurts, don't do it. Like,
0: we wouldn't be compatible. Yeah,
1: because th- that doesn't even sound healthy to force someone to hold in something that's making them uncomfortable.
0: Or tell them it's not sexy. Because if you have a partner, you're supposed to think, all oh, the weird things are sexy. Yeah.
1: Shout out to Potty Mouth Poof Cast, by the way. Potty like,
0: Mouth poop cast.
1: Like, if you don't know who they are, they have an awesome podcast. They're probably laughing as they listen to this.
0: Yes. They have a whole <laughs> podcast dedicated to the the best ways to poop. And they're educational. And I would have never in my life before I met them a Caterpillar. <laughs> you see how he they freaks stink. out. I'm like, oh, there's a Caterpillar. <laughs> If it's a snake, he's got us. He so. bit me. He bit he you. He stung
1: me. See it? Horrible guy. Anyway, yeah, Sarah and Carla. <laughs> yeah. It was awesome meeting them in Orlando. At, yeah. At if Pot you Fest. if you
0: want to start that journey of being more comfortable about that, especially with a partner, y'all Listen tune into in that.
1: And they don't even live in a van. Like, no, no, they don't. Uh, yeah.
0: Let us know how that goes. So.
1: Oh, and, the and then fridge, the fridge.
0: What is that like?
1: For me, I love vegetables. I love rice. I love beans. I love all that. I am not a vegetarian. I guess I am a flexitarian. I stole that. that I'd not make that up. Um, I like meat. I eat meat um, to each their own. I do not discriminate or push people to live any certain way. But I guess what she's asking is, how do I survive not having lots of meat in this little cooler? And the truth is, it's just something you have to deal with and sacrifice. Every time I eat spaghetti, I expect to have meatballs with it. Madison grew up having chopped up hamburger meat in her noodles. Which all of you
0: probably did too.
1: So (laughs) for me, we'll spoil a little brat. I'm like, where are my meatballs? I'm not eating the spaghetti without my meatballs. Gotta have the balls. (laughs) So it's, I miss my steaks. I miss my hamburgers. I miss, I don't like pork chops. I miss lots of chicken. Um, That's just something that when we go shopping, we know we only have so much room for that stuff and and it will spoil. Why
0: is it different for us maybe compared to even another van lifer? Because we use a...
1: We use an Arctic cooler instead of a a refrigerator that's plugged in all the Mm -hmm. time. right? So if we're not supplying ice, when we were back at home working in restaurants, we were given lots of ice. Endless free ice. Endless free ice from our managers. We don't have that. We're in Florida right now, and ice is expensive here. And I really know that.
0: And because of all this stuff that's going around, the coronavirus quarantine, our Walmart trips have been different. Our and shelves are empty. There's been ice? no ice. There's been no ice. I don't there's understand no why the...
1: there's no ice. I guess mm-hmm. people packing deep freezers. I, I don't know, but
0: so we're just having to change our eatings, right? Yeah, and yeah. You, you've been kind of. Having to adjust. You've had a headache all day, right?
1: Yeah, I actually woke up with a headache today. Madison's like, what's going on? And I'm like, I haven't had much meat in the last two or three days. Two times you've
0: made pasta this week, and it had...
1: Noodles and sauce. Noodles,
0: sauce, and some toast.
1: I think I loaded up on carbs.
0: But yeah. ultimately, we're grateful for whatever food That's we get. That's a blessing. Yeah. Just to be so able to we're, eat. we're just yeah. covering the basics. This is a day-to-day thing. If we don't have ice, then we have to change what we purchase and then for what we're eating. You
1: traveled across the seas growing up doing mission work for your churches, different things. And I remember when I met you, you said ice is a delicacy. That Americans take for granted.
0: You just like sent chills through my body because I remember. You were like, where's
1: my ice everywhere you went? I'm sorry. I'll let you tell that.
0: No, I mean, I'm one of those people who I like to eat ice. I love ice and everything. I would really rather go thirsty longer if I can't have a whole bunch of ice in it. Now, I'll adapt like any of us should. But yeah, traveling overseas, you didn't get ice. At all. Even at the fanciest five-star restaurants I ate, would go to in Bolivia and Ecuador.
1: Then Even in Spain, when you were in college, you said Spain, ice was a hit and miss.
0: Well, in Spain, it's more of not a third world country. Right. So now third True. world countries do have ice in places, but we I went to five-star restaurants and it was delicious food, but they still would put a two-liter on the table or maybe pour it, but you did not have ice. No. Was it and, a
1: cold two-liter? Just refrigerated? No. No.
0: Luke, no. It was usually just room temperature.
1: Oh wow! You're, I think, going to say the word lukewarm. That's,
0: lukewarm. That's weird to say that about warm, a soda. Or... But at the at the same There's... time, soda was a delicacy. At uh-huh. the same, you know, it's a lot of water, yeah.
1: maybe or punches or something, fruits.
0: A lot of orange soda, yeah. things like that. Yeah, homemade lemonade, citrus drinks. But it was a wonderful experience. But yes, da- so ice, I appreciate.
1: You, uh, you've taught me to appreciate ice with an
0: ice machine that works. Oh, like, gosh, you're a millionaire at that point <laughs> in my eyes. So. What is one thing that as a man or as a human in any day-to-day thing that you deal with?
1: I think I know where you're getting at. And are we talking about emotionally and thought process? Okay, we're on the same page. So
0: you read my book.
1: Rather you're old traditional or not. Rather you are sexist or not, feminist or not, whatever you want to call yourself. I am a firm believer in when you have... A man and woman dynamic anyway. That that said, I feel like it's my job to take the trash out. It's just something I do. she will gladly take the trash out. When we live in an apartment, if I saw her taking the trash out, I would run and take it from her. And oh, she like starts. Yeah. And I'm like, me. what
0: are you what are She's you like, next? I want
1: to walk out alone. I want to take the trash out. Leave me alone. Go away. Go play a video game. And just for me growing up, the guys take the trash out. So living this life with this beautiful woman. Even though it might be an expectation or a hope that she has that I will step up and do things, to me it is mentally sometimes exhausting knowing that if we blow a tire, she is more than qualified to change a tire. She knows how. <laughs> yes, you do. I
0: don't know how. I'm, not, I'm gonna sit on but the. But I'm moon gonna keep to telling myself she does,
1: so, so I don't freak out if I can't like walk <laughs> you know, or I, move.
0: Yeah, just...
1: But go on. But uh, that, that aside. I feel like it is up to me to get out and change that. Or at night, like we've had happen a couple of times, just random knocks at the door, be it police or strangers. Yeah. You do not want to send this beautiful young woman to answer the door. It To me, that is my job as, as the man and the, the protector of this family and this or home. Or if I were
0: to get out and something unfortunate or sketchy was happening, you'd jump right out yeah. and get in front of me.
1: Grab the equalizer, jump out. Throw the dog out. <laughs> we'll get getting- yeah, oh don't wake the dog. <laughs> so yeah, um it can be stressful, but it can also be a joyful thing if you choose to look at it that way. It's like I enjoy knowing when Madison's like, Hey Ty, you're tall. I can't reach this. Hey Ty, you're strong. Can you unload this for me? Sometimes what I mean by stressful is maybe I want to be lazy. Maybe I don't want to do anything. Do you feel like you
0: have to always be on? almost yes yes so like even we have a rock climbing system to get to the top of the van mm-hmm. and i love climbing it i'm not a rock climber by no means not yet anyway so but That's i get impressive. up and i can get down but it's challenging because if your foot slips you're, you're falling you're to 12 hurt. feet so sometimes when i'm a little less confident or it's wet it's been ah. raining i'm like tyler! tyler and what do you do
1: I run around and I see Madison's booty just didn't hanging off. You say up. a
0: booty? My grandparents are going to see
1: this. <laughs> That's all I see is her back hanging. hanging off, and I'm like, come here. But
0: I know he's always going to be yep. there to catch me when I
1: fall. Yep. So I grab but her. But no, put you her do. He
0: kind of like catches me, and I just get to collapse, and then he puts me safely on the ground. So She started I this new it.
1: thing where she likes like jump off and just. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Got to keep it interesting. Well, so thank you. I, I okay. didn't think about. I mean, I am always mentally, like, on. I guess I think all the time. And if it rains, something that I love, I like to see it rain, and our world needs it. But we have a lot of leaks at the moment, and we're trying to figure them out. But then our electrical system will start to have some issues or builds up or mold. And so those are the things I always think about. But even then, I don't know how to fix them. So you're kind of the first person right. to, you know, you'll climb up. Rather than get on you'll Google or YouTube, she'll,
1: she'll actually seek my advice. I mean, we are best friends. Yeah. We are partners. I guess we I do this together. I expect you always
0: be one step ahead yeah. know he, how to ch- even open if the i've never drawers. done
1: something she'll ask she'll say do you know how to do this i'm literally step one does tyler know how to solve this and when i don't that can be very stressful too because i feel like i'm letting her down or and
0: the van's already broken down a few times and so while i'm having a breakdown you're the one under the hood yeah. saying,
1: or the one screaming get out of the van wow. oh
0: my yeah any of y'all who know our per- previous van life struggles out down on the cincinnati highway traffic Gosh, uh, but yes you're always there thank you i yeah, appreciate
1: you you're welcome so yeah um as far as safety and strength and all that stuff i feel like it is definitely up to me as the man to take care of this family you and willow
0: but it's definitely Just,
1: a teamwork it definitely pays off too when you, I'm you weak, take care you're of stronger. me when
0: you're weak yeah. i'm stronger it works out
1: i could i could be sitting there and i'm perfectly capable of making my own peanut butter and jelly sandwich but i have this epic human who will say, are you hungry? I'm like, yeah, I'm about to get it. And she's like, no, why don't you go set up our hammocks? Or why don't you go do nothing? And or
0: sometimes you're driving us to our next yeah. destination. I'll go make a PB&J while he's driving down the road yeah. because it's a motorhome and you can. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not encouraging that. I just am being honest about what we've done.
1: Taking one for the team.
0: I think we're going to take a small break right now because I need to check and make sure everything's still working properly. Yep. But I appreciate you. I no, appreciate Thank you. you. Okay, so we had a technical difficulty, but it's going to be okay. So, anyways,
1: before, <laughs> before we talking about... <laughs> before we go, what do you think I spend a lot of time doing?
0: You spend a lot of time driving us.
1: Driving. Most of the
0: time. Like, I'm capable of driving, but you're so helpful, and you're a great driver.
1: Thank you. But I bring that up, and I say that because I just wanted to make sure that people watching or listening to this know there's a big dynamic with this whole van life, with our van life. A lot of people don't need someone, don't want someone, or some don't have someone.
0: Yeah, they haven't found that one.
1: That partner, that friend, that intimate partner, whatever to travel with. Best friend. What is so cool about our van life and this whole thing as me being a guy is I have this epic partner and woman who does everything I don't, does literally my other half. When I do all this driving, you take care of the GPS, you take care are we meeting the itinerary or are we not? What changes need to be made? You play the music. You mentioned you make the peanut butter and jelly sandwiches oh, yeah. going down the road at eighty miles an hour. You do it all. Thank, Thank you me. for all you do. Thank you for mm-hmm. making the driving and the whole adventure that much more fun and just it's a blessing to have you. You're welcome.
0: Thank you, Mr. Zappa. We got Widow right here, babies. Well, we are so glad you tuned in today. We are gonna see what happens. This is the first time we've recorded that we've used these kind of headphones, microphones, whatever these are. And uh, but this is Love Your Van Life podcast, yep. and we look forward to the next one.
1: So, if you don't live in a van, at least love your life. If you don't exactly. love your life, change something. And start loving it.
0: We don't know if we have anything worth sharing, but we're using what we got, and we might as well make the most of our caterpillars. With <laughs> so many bugs. <laughs> Well, I love you. I love Thank you, you for living in the van with me.
1: Thank you for having me in the van with you.
0: You're welcome. We love, we love you. Oh, Thank, you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Don't forget to subscribe.